We trying to run them numbers up, y'all. You want to help grow the brand? Subscribe to the YouTube right now. Be the first to check out new episodes of Taste and Notes from the Streets, our fire visual and event series where we pair our favorite foods from the hood with different wines from around the world. I mean... If you only listen to the podcast, you're only getting half the fun. So subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube. One. This is a moment in wine and hip hop brought to you by Crew Love, blending wine and hip hop at the highest level. Wine and hip hop. Yeah. Wine and music. Yeah. Tell me about it. You know what it is. Check this out. Oh, yeah. You'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip hop really mirrors the, the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Yeah, what's good, Josh? Your man Jermaine Showtime Stone, aka the Wolf of Wine, aka the Zara Vibes, aka Young Thanos, because I'm just out here collecting Infinity Stones. We just knocked the Wine and Hip Hop Festival out of the park. And yes, we just got another one of those Infinity Stones. We just hosted the world's first wine and hip hop festival, y'all. It was a beautiful thing to see. So beautiful that I cannot sum this up in an Instagram post. I don't want to do this on a live or nothing like that where it just is there for a little bit. We started this wine and hip hop podcast with a podcast. So the first thing I'm doing is bringing it to my people, my podcast audience. I seen a bunch of y'all up in there. Once again, thank you for all your continued support. This podcast is going to be all about me breaking down my perspective from the Wine and Hip Hop Festival. So boom, we got two days, six events, all at Syndicated Movie Theater in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Each day started with a dynamic masterclass panel discussion. You know, shout out to Seller Tracker and Quench Magazine for really believing in us early when we came with this concept. And, you know, we wanted that support to make this happen. Seller Tracker being a great partner overall for the festival because we know how big of a trade audience we have. We understand that many of the people that are listening to this podcast right now ultimately want to get into the wine industry. And a big part of that is you know, developing a foundation. And Seller Tracker is the largest online database of tasting notes, which comes from, you know, not just a winery generated tasting notes, but also they're user generated. So it's kind of like this, like wine social media. And it's a tool that I utilized a lot in my career. So seeing as with these masterclasses, we were going to have trade people and people that wanted to learn about the trade i felt like giving seller tracker that exposure was really important separately our amazing amazing media partner quench magazine uh shout to my man gravinder batia the editor there you know we worked with quench specifically because they are what i've found the only magazine that's focused on telling black and brown stories you know and i really appreciated that i like that about them i, I think that their mission is truly genuine and um they are growing rapidly they're the largest wine publication in canada and growing a lot here in the u.s shout to my canadians i see the downloads coming from out there man so Appreciate y'all. But, um, you know, they're also growing a lot in the U.S. and they're doing some really cool stuff. So 
next week for Thanksgiving, you can go to quench.me to check out our new episode of Tasting Notes from the Streets, Burgers and Bordeaux, recorded at the one and only Chateau Lafitte. Man, we was up in the kitchen. Shout out to my man, Jean Sebastian. Shout out to Chef Jean-Michel. Shout out to Saskia. You know, shout out to Baron Eric. Man, it was an amazing time, and I'm very happy to continue to bring you guys through our France takeover all the way through the rest of the year. You know, we're going to take you from Bordeaux to Burgundy, baby. We from the Bronx to Bordeaux, from Brooklyn to Burgundy, from the projects to Provence. Man, I ain't even in my rapper days no more, so y'all don't get me started. But back to the festival. It was an amazing, amazing event. Each day started with these masterclass panels. First up, we had the wine business panel called I'm a Hustler Baby. Now, I created this panel because I found that many people, when they speak to me, one, they don't know what I do, you know, and shit. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know what I do. But I came into the wine business based on operations and logistics, which just means the movement of property, the flow of business. That was what I did in wine. That was why so many of the things that I did growing up were applicable in my career. So I felt that that hustler spirit was what really connected the wine industry and the hip hop industry because it is all a hustle. You know, the entrepreneurial energy in the wine business is crazy. You know, every sommelier is a consultant or, you know, just the consultant space is amazing. You know, you literally have people that pay you to find them the best wines and to manage their wine collection. That's just one space. You know, you got transportation, you got import, distribution, PR. There are so many facets of the wine industry, but so often people only shoot at being a sommelier or a winemaker. So I assembled this panel of really dope industry professionals that I knew to just speak about their experience and give a different outlook on wine. And to pop things off like this was crazy. You know, we had Juliana Colangelo, one of the VPs of Colangelo and Partners, and they are, you know, in many people's eyes, the most serious PR in the wine business. We had Anastasia Hassa Murphy, man. Like, Anna, interestingly enough, I hired Anastasia for her first wine auction job maybe about 10 years ago at this point, and she is now an absolute star veteran consultant for many different places still currently works in auction to this day so you know if we were going to have a wine business panel we needed to ensure that the wine auction business was included it was what gave me all of my insight to all the different industries in wine so again with people getting into the trade people that wanted to learn about the wine business i know that everyone in that room got a lot out of it we had Nick Storm, who created Hypnotic, who started off the marketing for Ciroc. Dude created the Ciroc boys, man. If you drank an Incredible Hulk, you could thank Nick Storm. The man has sold well over 200 million bottles. And so it was a real privilege having him on the panel. And the reason specifically that I wanted Nick on the panel is because, as you can tell with his accomplishments, he was revolutionary in marketing wine and spirits in hip hop. You know, if you think about it, you was there. Well, if you was there, if you wasn't, pay attention. Hypnotic was really the first brand that I saw really go hard at highlighting itself in the video. 
it being such a beautiful bottle. I know it was a song with Puff and Fab, and they had all the hypnotic bottles there. But separately, you also saw hypnotic in all the stores, and it was some dope shit, you know? That product became a part of hip hop culture, and every product from Nouveau to Ciroc, you know, that Nick Storm has touched has been a product of hip hop culture and seamlessly integrated. And I think that his style of marketing has been replicated many times and still continued to be replicated. He's someone that does not get the credit for that. So, one, I wanted to make sure he got his flowers, and two, I mean, think about what you could learn from that man in a panel discussion. Next up, we have my dog, Robert Ball, man, who's been in the wine industry over 20 years. If you're in the wine game, seriously, you know that Robert Ball is the godfather, owner of Grand Cru Selections. The man, you know, he started out as a buyer at Zaki's, so, you know, we crossed paths back then, but from there, he was just opening up big restaurant after big restaurant, creating amazing beverage programs. Ultimately, he was the first guy that I saw as a wine consultant that was really doing some fly shit. I saw that grow into him becoming a wine importer with Grand Cru Imports and then also being a restaurateur with amazing restaurants like Charlie Bird, Pasquale Jones, Legacy Records. I mean, the dude's resume is crazy. But at the same time, when we were setting up for the festival and Robert was chilling, you know, waiting for things to get going, he asked. I'm going to tell y'all a story about Robert Boy. Y'all want to hear about my perspective of the festival? Man, you know people... And then when you go through things with people, then you really learn who they are. So I knew Robert for years, amazing, always a cool dude. He's a top guy in this business, but he works so hard and such a down to earth person, you would not think that he is at the level that he is, but he absolutely is. We get to the festival, we're setting up, we're bringing some boxes in and things, you know, all the speakers are there and Robert's sitting there, fly dress, you know, it's like, yo, how can I help? And you know, my brother Stax, who was setting up, he was like, yo, look, man, you got on this fly jacket, chill, man, just relax, have some mimosas, don't worry about this, we got this. Yo, Robert took off his jacket and met my brother outside of the truck, like, yo, give me a fucking box. <laughs> you feel me? That's who Robert Boy is. And aside from that, he's been a supporter of mine. I've been absolutely inspired by him. So I thought that he would be a great person for people to get to know. And, you know, your boy sat on that panel. Because at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hustler of the year in this shit, man. I've been grinding all year doing what I do. I hope you've been enjoying our Wine and Hip Hop Takes France series. A bunch of episodes that brought us from Burgundy to Bordeaux and not quite to Provence, but a producer of wine from Provence. This run is legendary. Thinking about where I've come from to where I am now, I had to commemorate that with some fire merch. So go to wineandhiphop.com, hit the merch tab, and check out our French collection, where you can get our Projects to Provence hoodie, or Bronx to Bordeaux tea, or maybe the Brooklyn to Burgundy tea. I mean, it's your choice, man. It's a lot of fly stuff. We got the new Wine and Hip Hop trucker hats. You want to support the brand. You want to be fresh. You want to commemorate this journey. Hit the merch tab and holla at your boy. Day two was our Respect the Producer panel, which had a wild emergency with it, which went crazy. But our artists, which would have been Havoc from Mob Deep, 38 Special, Tragedy Gaddafi, and Large Professor, they got held up with travel issues. You know, unfortunately, all stuck with travel issues. Traveling together, shit like this happens. We actually still had an amazing panel because 
we had our guy Donay Burstone from Fet Du Rose, along with our show's producer, one of the guys that had really been working with us from the beginning and helping to design the way that this show sounds, Terrence Riley, aka Capital T. You know, and I thought that it was great for him to really get his shine and talk through what his process has been and give people some insight on the production of this show because it really is intricate. So we had people that wanted to get in the wine business. We had people that wanted to get into wine media. It was really, really dope, man. Now, the second event for each day was a walk around tasting and we had two joints. We had the Tasting Notes from the Streets Food Hall, which featured all of our past, present and future pairings as well as the New York State of Wine tasting. Let me tell you something, man. Going in, I had certain expectations for everything, but it's just amazing to see, you know, when you have an idea, but then all of these random people that you don't know and didn't grow up with connect with this idea just as much as you do. So it was really dope. Now, the tasting notes from the streets food hall was cool. We had my dog, Chef Ed, up in the kitchen holding it down as well as all of the foods that we've had in previous episodes, like Chef Ed's chicken and waffles. You know, we had some different variety. We had some fried chicken and mac and cheese from Sylvia's. You know, stay tuned for that episode. Of course, we had the pizza in there from our last episode. Same exact spot too. You know we had them Jamaican beef patties and the wines were off the hook. I mean, it was such a crazy, crazy variety in there, man. It was everything from a Fet du Rosé to all of the different Bel Airs. I mean, Shout to Sovereign Brands, Zardetto Prosecco, the Wine Boat team came through heavy, man. Kings of Prohibition, Zanato, all of the Snoop Dogg wines was in there, including the limited edition Death Row Red. I mean, I could go on and on. We had Birkin Wolf Riesling in there. Shout to the team at Skernick, man. They really came through the Pinot Project, which was also amazing with them beef patties. By the way, they had that Moulinou in there. I mean, there was so much wine there. I was really proud of the value that we were able to offer to people. And then for all the VIPs, they were able to come into the theater and watch our new episode of Tasting Notes from the Streets shot at Chateau Lafitte and in the streets of Bordeaux while they were served some 2019 Riasec with some dishes to match. Y'all know how we do, none but player. And remember, you can go to quench.me on Thanksgiving to check out that episode. But that New York State of Wine tasting on Sunday went off crazy. So another big connector between wine and hip hop is the fact that it's very regional. Rappers are a product of their environment, as is the wine that we enjoy. And in wine, we call that terroir. So for the New York state of wine tasting, we explored the terroir of wines in New York and the terroir of New York hip hop. Now, just think about drill rap, for example. Drill music from Brooklyn, sounds different from drill music from the Bronx, which sounds different from drill music in Chicago, London, and so on and so forth. So terroir plays a big part in music, and this was just a celebration of New York hip hop and New York wines. 
I mean, the wines were amazing and the music was off the hook. Yo, we had DJ Ralph McDaniels, creator of Video Music Box. If you was in New York during that time, you get it, man. We couldn't afford cable. We had Channel 31. We had Video Music Box. And that came before Yo MTV Raps, before BET Rap City. This was the blueprint. So aside from that amazing music, we had great wines like... Channing Daughters, like Sparkling Point, which went off crazy. We had the EV&M Vineyards Estate Rosé, Wilfred Estate Summer in a Bottle. This is quintessential New York. Palmanac 2020 Sauve Blanc. Come on, y'all. We was on it, man, and Ralph McDaniels held it down. Definitely check the Instagram. We had so much fun. I actually did a version of Pass the Ox using water with my girl Shakira. Shout the black girls down, too. But yeah, man, shout the Channing Daughters, shout the White Cliff, all the wines that supported us for that New York State of Wine tasting. It was amazing, and I really, really felt some strong connections with the people on that one. And next up, we had them dinners. Each night was ended off with an amazing dinner event. And man, yo, first night we had Chef Ed's mixtape dinner, which, I mean, Chef Ed, if y'all rock with us, y'all rock with him, you know that he is an amazing chef. So I remember I heard about the mixtape dinners first on Hot 97's Morning Show because it was co-hosted by Shawnee Culture, who's one of the hosts on that show. It was a celebration of Biggie. And I mean, the way they talked about that night, I was just like, damn, I needed to be there. So at the time, he was the executive chef at Sylvia's in Harlem. And I rolled up in there selling some wine. We connected. Boom. Next thing you know, we working together on another mixtape. We maintain this relationship because with his mixtape dinners, he creates a menu paired with hip-hop and hip-hop concepts. So me being the wine and hip-hop parent dude, think about the meals and the experiences that we can create together. And I mean, that was one of those ones, man. It was great. We had some dope surprise musical performances. Sheik from the Locks came through and did Benjamins. My man Fame from M.O.P. was there. He did Annie Up. He did the remix for You Don't Know. I mean, to see people standing on tables, I'm seeing the team at Birkenwolf going crazy. I mean, look, nothing like this has ever happened. This was one of them ones, man. For me, it was just amazing to be there and to be a part of it was, can't believe that one, man. But then on night two, we had the Complex Wines and Complex Rhymes dinner, which I hosted along with Master Sommelier, Dustin Wilson, and world-renowned sommelier, Yannick Benjamin. Now, this dinner was celebrating the language in wine and the language in hip-hop. You know, we all know how important those bars are. But at the same time, I look at sommeliers as the bar spitters of wine. The way that Assam describes that wine, it really needs to touch your soul. They are creating metaphors with flavors that you're familiar with. 
just like a rapper creates metaphors with emotions and situations that you're familiar with. So Complex Wines, Complex Rhymes was for the wine nerds and for the rap nerds. So I have my dog, Joel Ortiz, in the building to help his master of ceremonies. And my man, Large Professor, came through. So it was a great, great night with each course and every wine that came out. We paired that with a different classic freestyle. One of my highlights that night was when I played the Big L 98 freestyle and I explained to my wine audience what that pause and rewind factor was. Now, y'all know when we listen to our favorite joints and you hear that line and it's like, mm, yo, you heard what he said and you got to stop the record and bring it back. That Big L line, man, it's gonna live forever. You ain't, you ain't a, a leader, leader. what? Nobody, Nobody followed, followed you. you. You was never shit. Your mother should've swallowed you. You want some mm. tag along, flunky, yes man shit. Do me a favor, please get off the next man dick. I stopped the record at that point. I had to say, yo, hold on. Let me bring that back. Like, yo, do y'all really get what he said? And then I explained the complexity and, you know, the fact that he was not just disrespecting the son at the same time, but also disrespecting the mother. It was a perfect example of a nuanced double entendre. So I was able to bring that back and get the crowd to repeat the line at a wine event, man. It was so much fun. For me, it was especially dope to like sit back and chop it up with a legend like Large Professor. And I mean, you know, he had a smile from ear to ear, man. He was so pleased and just amazed to see where hip hop is taking it. You know, Joel Ortiz, all the same, man. They was just like, look, this shit is amazing. And everyone that was involved over the entire weekend, guests, volunteers, you name it. Everyone had that same heartwarming experience. We all felt connected, had a great time. It was fun, we learned. I came in wanting to accomplish one thing and I left knowing that we accomplished that. And just excited for next year, man. So that's what it was, you know, everyone that supported it, everybody that reposted, everybody that pulled up, all the sponsors, everybody, thank you, man. This was not a me thing. This was not a me and my team thing. This was a us thing. What you guys saw was the entire wine world come together from my peoples at Wines in Germany to my family at Chateau Lafitte. And it was an amazing thing to see. I'm looking forward to next year being bigger and better. This one was in Brooklyn, but guess what? The next one's gonna be in the Bronx. Peace. This was a moment in wine and hip hop brought to you by Crew Love.